Um, like how often as an adult, right, do you give yourself permission to just sit down with a, a notebook and just scribble out yeah. like what <laughs> what do I want to be when I grow up? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Productivity Lab, where we put the tips, tricks, and methods of getting stuff done to the test. I'm your host, Mark. And I'm Kyle. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about the daybook. Uh, if you recall from our book review episode of Refuse to Choose by Barbara Sure, we are taking on the daybook challenge. But before we get into that, Kyle, what have you been up to? Yeah, so this is kind of exciting. I recently uh, finished a new short story. It's going to be on my, it's actually on my on my website right now, uh, jonathankweb.com. It's called Jack and the Girl. It was originally a seven minutes audio drama or audio comedy action I wrote for my audio drama writing course. And uh, uh, I, I liked it a lot and I just had to test myself and readapt it to prose. So there's a, I'll put a link to that in the description for this episode. And I also uh, have the newsletter, which I'm going to just say as a reminder, uh, dispatches from Quadrant 9, which is found at buttondown.email slash KyleSQ9, same, same URL as my Twitter and Instagram handle. Uh, I just released a new issue of that, uh, but I guess these episodes are recorded like a week or two in advance, so maybe you already got the issue. It's on moderation. Uh, reflecting on caffeine in my life is the main topic and then project updates and recommendations as well. Uh, how about you, Mark? Um, I've, it's been a uh, hellish time uh, at the old day job, extremely <laughs> busy, mentally taxing as well. So that's just kind of destroyed any motivation, uh, yeah. everything that I, I wanted to do. Not that you need to be motivated to do something. You should have that discipline. So discipline, yeah. It's a time like habits, Mark. <laughs> I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's been yeah, it's been some some late nights there, um, unexpected uh, visits from some friends and dog sitting. So it was nice to actually catch up while also completing or trying to complete my uh, final for my copy editing course, Ooh, which. Yeah. I turned that in, um, so after this recording, I'll go look to see how bad I did. <laughs> um, if I can, if if it dropped my A from the class uh, to a B or something, we'll see. I I, uh, I know luck, I didn't I think feel my best. I think you'll do fine. Sprint courses actually, when whenever this episode releases on that day, I'll be starting up a uh, prose writing course at Austin Community College. So uh, I'll yeah. be. I will be complaining about classes later on, but these classes are not for certification, so they're not as rough. <laughs> the teachers are kind of just like there to support you and give yeah. you some guidance. So really, it's more like I'm paying for an accountability group. <laughs> yeah, uh, like yeah, I mean, if I was getting certified, it'd be different. Yeah, this I mean, this is is somewhat the same because we, I mean the textbooks that we're going through. So it's like that accountability to go through mm -hmm. and read all of this stuff. So lots of reading. Lots of doing sample edits and stuff like that. So, um, w you know, I think overall, no matter how bad I did or think I did on the final, uh, it's still a passing grade. Mm -hmm. um, so I can move on to my next 
uh, course, so I'll have a few weeks off um, after this la after this last week. I'll have a few weeks before the next uh, course begins. So that's kind of what I've been up to. Just lots of work, heads down stuff, mm -hmm. and just um, oh yeah, I got my PS Five. Oh yeah, that's um, what you did. <laughs> yeah, my second you... one because the first one was stolen. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the FedEx. Like I got lost in FedEx or something, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It made yeah, it on nice. the truck to deliver it to me, but the truck driver is still out there driving somewhere <laughs> uh, uh, weeks later. Uh, so I got my second one. So I've kind of been also playing the PS5, um, but that may have something to do with my productivity. But we'll move <laughs> along from that and jump right into our main discussion in which we were talking about the day book. Kyle, can you remind us what the day book is? Yeah, so in the book Refuse to Choose, Barbara Sure, uh, she m recommends to people like us, people with a lot of different interests, what she calls scanners, uh, or the other term that's used more conventionally now is multi-potentialite, which I think I like scanners more, but multi-potentialite sounds a bit too pretentious. <laughs> uh, but I just call it people that are curious about everything. That's probably why she calls it scanners. But she, she, so scanners are people that have like a lot of different interests. So for me, I'm a professionally engineer. I like science and math, but I also love writing and podcasting. And there's a dozen other things I'm also interested in as well. It feels like, so she recommends for scanners, these people uh, like us to carry around with them a notebook. And their notebook that they have, they use for drawing down ideas and flushing out ideas just for like, a, like very basic bare bones or maybe say it's like a writing thing. You write on the first chapter or first couple of pages of the story that you're working on and you write it down in there and then you just kind of test it out and you just kind of save it for later so that way you can go back and uh, review it later if it's something that you want to do. Uh, kind of related to this. Uh, but this is also, I guess, considered, I think, in an older style, a commonplace book, uh, which I uh, used to do those uh, as well in a Moleskine well notebook. And those are just basically the same thing, but they're usually a little bit more organized. Uh, the daybook in general just is just like a place for chaotic notes and a place to flush out ideas whenever they come to you. It's a very broad term, and she wrote the book before... She wrote uh, Refuse to Choose before the advent of smartphones and the uh, the internet being a more commonplace part of people's lives. So I think that if she were to write now, which she unfortunately passed away in 2020, but if she were to write now, she'd probably also have like a suggestion to have, like have it on your phone or on a tablet of some sort, which is a foreshadowing to what at least one of us has done. <laughs> so <laughs> of so course. that's the gist of the, the day book. Uh, Mark, Mr. Paper Lover, did you use a paper notebook for this one? You know I did. <laughs> Got my little paper book here right <laughs> with me. Um, yeah, because uh, it's a mixture of... Um, so my existing like book is a mixture of <laughs> commonplace book, uh, bullet journal, mm -hmm. journal, and then now also day book. So when I flip through it, I have like things from commonplace, like if I had an idea, um, I would write that down or because I write on sticky notes. So there's mm -hmm. sticky notes throughout this thing. If I attended, if I was reading a newsletter, for example, I'm mm -hmm. looking at one from Rad Reads by Key. I'll like make notes 
of stuff that I read. If I attend any conferences, like my notes will all be in here. Okay. Yeah, I used to have a physical notebook just like that. I used it for years, actually. As a bullet yeah. journal that I wrote down all them ideas on my task as well, like everything. So I gotta like, look back and see like, what I thought that day and what I did that day. Yeah, I moved away from that for for I was doing my task in here as quite as well my pl- weekly planning, hmm. and I moved away from that and put it in a dedicated weekly planner. Okay. Um, and I just kept it at uh, any notes or ideas, or I would actually also draft blog posts by hand. Uh, if wow. I was doing any okay. writing in here. So, uh, yeah, I have mine. And that's what I actually use for the challenge uh, to write my uh, entries for the daybook. Uh, right uh, within it, slide it in between my journal entries, my morning journal entries. So it sounds like you did yours on uh, tablet. I did mine on my favorite thing right now, Obsidian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Obsidian... Uh, what I like about it is it uh, one of their core plugins, so something that's made directly by the main team behind it. They have community plugins as well, but one of the core plugins is a daily note section. And you can set up templates for your daily notes. And uh, so I set up a template on my daily notes that says, that has uh, one, two, three, four, five sections. And those five sections are the first one's things worked on. So it's just a quick log on the things I worked on today. Uh, mostly things like I already worked on that are in Obsidian, so usually writing projects. I'll make a log on that, and I'll tag or I'll not tag it. I'll link to it as uh, to it. Uh, the next section is thoughts, and it and that is just like random musings that come to mind. I don't really use this section that much, but it's there just in case because the next section is kind of close to it as well, which is ideas, which is more project ideas, or or ideas towards a project. So thoughts are for like more personal musings. Ideas are for more project-oriented things. And uh, my favorite section on here is the cool find section, which is just for really cool things I find online, uh, mostly, or things I've learned. I go to the subreddit R Wikipedia a lot, which is for the most interesting articles on Wikipedia, is I think their tagline. So I'll find some things in there, and I'll add it to my cool finds, and I'll, uh, and I'll tag it hashtag wikipedia and obsidian and that way i could just search for that tag later on and like for all my wikipedia stuff that i found and then finally actually a section that's completely new that i actually haven't used yet uh, but i is derived from an old section i had that i have called the sandbox which is the more daybook oriented part of it where i'll write down the ideas that come to me and uh, and flush them out there so uh, I divide into that. My main section I mostly use was the ideas and cool find section and the things I worked on. The sandbox, I actually kind of do elsewhere. I have every morning I write for five minutes about anything that comes to mind nonstop. Just type for five minutes. I can't get off from my computer. Uh, just let my brain just go wild. I have a different section for that called stream of consciousness writing in, a, in Obsidian. That I do for that, which is basically uh, another thing that's also known as a morning page, uh, where you just kind of write down everything creative that comes to you in the morning as like a way to warm up your brain. Uh, so that's that's my setup I have uh, right now. There is limitations with the digital system, like I can't doodle ideas down, which is a really nice thing to do. I would like to doodle somewhere. Obsidian does support. Uh, well, there's a third-party plugin that supports 
doodling, but I never really played around too much with it. That's that's the gist of my setup. And okay. since Obsidian is creativity, or it's uh, order through chaos is like their whole system based off the mm-hmm. Zelda custom method, which you listened to our previous episode on that. Uh, that uh, the idea is eventually when I start going through all my notes or through these tags, I can like bump into these things like, okay, like I'm looking for the tag Wikipedia today. And then I go to some notes that I wrote like a year ago and it has like this cool idea that I never, that I forgot about. I was like, Oh, I should look into that some more. So the idea is to create <laughs> some chaos and it's, and every, in every idea I have, I tag it with like hashtag story idea, hashtag podcast idea, hashtag the product right. lab and so on. So I just switch those tags later and hopefully get some uh, ideas and I, go through them later on so for your daybook entries what are a few of them that uh you created let's see let's go back on some few days uh let's see oh yeah so one of them is actually a short story i'm working on right now uh <laughs> uh this is from september 1st uh of Sept- yeah september 1st 2021 and i get a lot of story ideas when i walk around my neighborhood i I take an evening walk every day and I just kind of walk around and listen to the podcast, but sometimes like things come to me and I have have, like a lot of story ideas for this, uh, meta series I've been kind of working on. That's, uh, now a category on my personal website on my personal writing website called the neighborhood of wonder. It's kind of like a working title, but there's this house that I saw one time that had some weird trash in front of it. Like one day they had like an old TV that's completely hollowed out. Like the, the CRTs are all gone. And then another day there was like half a mannequin in front of it. <laughs> and so I wrote down this idea called uh, for a short story called The Trash. And I wrote down a story about a strange house that always has strange and unusual items out every day only to disappear the next day. Like an old TV or a pair of, mannequ- or a pair of mannequin legs. Uh, the two things <laughs> that inspired it. So I'm playing with the idea right now I, I wrote like i think 500 words for it and playing with the idea that was saying that i wrote down on it uh let's see what else i have in here oh yeah on my cool find section there's this guy i found on the wikipedia subreddit his name is frank lentini uh he is a or he was a man born with three legs and uh due to a parasitic twin but he had full control over the legs so that was a really cool thing. So I put that on there and I linked to the Wikipedia article and did a hashtag Wikipedia. Uh, that was on my cool finds. Let's see if there's anything else. Oh, I have a blog post idea called the inner editor, which is a very common thing you'll hear in writing circles. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've been doing that. Uh, I also have more fleshed out uh, 500 or 150 word short stories I write every morning as well, but I'm not going to do a narration of those on the podcast. But those are some <laughs> of my ideas that came to mind. And Obsidian has a good mobile app uh, for Android and iOS. So it's easy to sync between all platforms. And I, I bought the Obsidian sync plan. Syncing is not is not free, uh, but uh, you get, there's free ways to go around it, like using OneDrive. But I want to support the company, so I bought their syncing plan. How about you, Mike? Do you have like any ideas you want to share? Yeah. Um, I had uh, four entries that I had written in. So one of them I kind of cheated because we had to do this somewhat a little bit for my copywriting course okay. and thinking about uh, what what I would need to run my copy editing business. So one of my entries is Life of a Freelance Copy Editor. 
Um, and so I just sat and wrote out the entry. Oh, okay. Like everything is, that came to mind, like an ideal career path kind of, or I guess not an ideal career path. It's like it's a career path summary yeah. or brainstorm. Yeah. Um, so that actually, that's what all of these are: uh, career <laughs> path, brainstorming. Well, uh, you are working on a crazy heart certification, <laughs> and you, yeah, and I know you yeah. have some aspirations for technical writing or technical editing. Yeah. So they've all been on my mind. So um, like the copy editing, you know, rates, what type of things I would edit, what kind of schedule, work schedule, what I have, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, same thing, you know, and diving in. Uh, all the details about the different levels of copy editing, what potential rates or are variances there will be, where to find the work, mm-hmm. uh, how to you know how to build the portfolios and everything else, and then I was like, oh, I can also possibly do proofreading because so many people conflict the two that I can potentially add proofreading as a secondary services life mm-hmm. of a copy editor. And then I also did the freelance writer. So looking at uh, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. What areas to write in? How does that go? Then actually gave me some blog post ideas. And so I drafted a couple of blog post ideas as well to uh, things to write about and put on the blog. And then it made me think about writing the blog post idea that I really like researching. Uh, that's <laughs> one of my fun yeah. aspects of yeah. uh, writing articles is or whenever I do get the right, is researching. So what does the life of a researcher look like? Um, And so I started writing that. So those were all my entries and kind of what they were, exploring them, exploring how to make that happen, how much money I would need to make for it, Mm -hmm. what the work schedule would look like, if I can actually mix any of those together and have it on specific days where Mm -hmm. I freelance write and other days I copy edit it. But then... You know, how do you um, get the clients because now you're going across different audiences and stuff like that. And so it was very interesting to kind of play with that and explore it a bit because it was things I was already interested in, Mm -hmm. but haven't spent time to research. So just kind of sitting down, writing that out physically in my book and just let it. And she says in the book to just, if you get a tangent, just keep going oh, with right. that yeah, tangent. Yeah. yeah. And then come back to the main. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then come back to the main idea. And so I was going along with those tangents. And then I made a note on those tangent, tangents and created a new day book, you know, quote unquote, entry for that to continue with that idea and then exploring it. So it was really um, interesting and fun to do. And how writing begets thinking mm. and, you know, a thinking makes you want to write more. So, mm-hmm. uh, that's uh, what, so now. That's what happened to me this weekend. And I came up, I wrote my newsletter out. I was like, damn, I really like writing. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah. now I'm trying to get to that point where I'm like, uh, I was talking, uh, I just had a brief message with, uh, um, uh, I saw a book reviewer was reading a um, new book by an author I had just discovered, who's been around for quite a while, but I had just discovered him, and his writing was like freaking silk. (laughs) And I'm like, and it was a Paris Review article I was reading, and I was like, how can I write like this? Like, he's just writing about writing and editors, writers and editors, their relationship. 
but it is so well written. Like I need to get to that level. Like that level is like God tier. That's how I I felt when I read in. That's another thing I guess I should have put my updates earlier. I finished Infinite Jest after 86 days of reading it. And it might be one of the best books I've ever read and it inspires me to write better. And as, as I'm reading it, like, I'm just like highlighting everything. It's like, oh, that's a really good thing. Like, I want to say that. I want to say that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it, it's, it's I, I hear you on the enjoy writing because yeah. I whenever I write the newsletter, I write something. I'm like, okay, I'm indulging myself mm-hmm. here or whatever. And I'm like, this is really fun. I really enjoy this. I really enjoy all aspects of it. I just need to get to that part that that point where it's like silk yeah yeah so um with that so we kind of have our ideas of kind of things that we've written within a day book mm-hmm. and kind of explored and you know for me it was more about the work because that's kind of what been on my mind mm-hmm. like freelance writing and copy editing and researching and all of that mm-hmm. stuff so that's what filled my uh mind and the other aspect that uh, other avenue that you went, which I was expecting to go, um, <laughs> really, but you went like because one of her examples in the book is, ah, oh, I should write a story about a botanist or yeah, whatever, yeah. and just exploring all of that. Here you are writing and exploring different story ideas and everything else within your day book to see if that's something that you would want to write further or mm-hmm. explore a little bit further. So that's kind of kind of cool i was expecting to go that route but i didn't so with the activities and things that we've written and and taken place any final thoughts or ideas uh, that you have regarding daybook and your implementation of it yeah i guess like when it comes to ideas just let your ideas run wild and don't uh, put too much pressure on formatting i think that is a great way to approach this thing like the daybook in general is just more of like a it's a trusty thing a trusty service you have with you to uh, capture ideas, whether it be in Notion, whether it be in Google Docs, whether it be in Evernote or even Google Keep or Apple Notes. Just something you have on you just to explore ideas pretty quickly, or I guess in this case, notebooks. You could use like a memo book. You could use like a Moleskine and whatever, like the cheapest notebook you could buy at Office Depot. Like just something to like log ideas that you know you're going to keep at your side the whole time. Uh, because you never know when you're going to get an idea that's going to strike. And I think that's uh, saying to keep in mind the daybook in general is just more of a, of a, uh, I don't want to say guideline. It's more of a the essence, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> uh, than the actual uh, book itself. So uh, I recommend this to anybody who has a desire to explore ideas, and I feel like they have too many ideas, but they're afraid of their ideas slipping their mind, which happens to me a lot. And just keeping that with you, like I know personally, I don't sleep with my phone next to me, so. <laughs> It hasn't happened to me yet, but I'm pretty sure there'll be like one night where I wake up in the middle of the night and go like, that's a great idea. And I can walk to the office, to my office, and like type in my phone and then go back to sleep. <laughs> uh, it hasn't happened to me just yet, but uh, I could totally happen. So just saying that's trusty that you keep on your side. Uh, doesn't have to be organized like mine. It could be complete chaos. You could uh, make it as chaotic or organized as you want. But yeah, I'm going to give this one a five out of five. Ooh. Yeah. How about you, Mark? Final thoughts and review? Final thoughts. Um, I felt like a child again, and that's a good thing. Um, like how often as an adult, right, do you just sit down and give your give yourself permission to just sit down with a, a notebook and just scribble out yeah. like 
what what do I want to be when I grow up? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> or just like play with the ideas of maybe entertaining another life if that's right uh, or, or whatever it is. And then like creating lists and like I was creating lists and grabbing other things and adding it into it. And it, it was kind of like a scrapbook of ideas and it kind of felt super great. And so I had like my little desk of me writing out this stuff and I have check boxes. And then I had like different articles and things that I was pinning and note cards, a uh, uh, stuff that I found and written to add in like what rates and, and other things that people are doing and how they work, etc. And it was kind of like a little table of mess. <laughs> and I remember highlighting a quote from her book when she was talking about uh, the day book, she said, your home is not a storage facility for your unfinished projects. It's the workspace of a creative mind. That's a great quote. Yeah, I really like that. Um, <laughs> so my mind was at work and thinking about or ex- just exploring that idea uh, just to get out my system. Is that something I want to do or something I want to engage in more? And again, that beget more ideas and things that other articles and stuff that I want to write and which I make notes about. And I kind of, you know, explore those a bit as well as, as doing some pre-writing and research on that. So I found it pretty great to do and recommend that people like when you get the idea, if you, you know, have time mm-hmm. or just make the time five minutes, 10 minutes, mm-hmm. whatever. Bathroom breaks just at sit work. Down. <laughs> just go to your yeah. phone. Instead of like going into Instagram, just start typing. I mean, ideas. I even use, I even used Apple Notes. Like if I got a particular idea, I have like notes Mm -hmm. for each of those day books that I was creating and I would add a link or image or something like that. And so, you know, it'll be an image of a copy editor to kind of help me visualize it or a freelance writer or link to a YouTube video or something like that. And so I kind of built you, you know, you're building out these pages and these databases Mm -hmm. for it. And it was super fun to actually... Uh, go down and experience that and flesh that out. Uh, and it kind of reminds me of, you know, preparing or researching for a story, yeah. in which I've done before, right? Uh, drawing out the maps and pulling all the links and every all the other research together. So it was really great. It was really fun. I recommend uh, people take this on and do it. Spend the time, however you want to capture it, and just imagine and explore uh, what that thing you're interesting in, interested in, mm-hmm. would look like. Just answer all the questions and just get it all out on page and let the tangents come. <laughs> Enjoy them, yeah. embrace them. I will give this a, like you a five out of five. <laughs> I thought it was freaking fantastic. Um, I like I felt like a kid in a candy store. I get to explore all the things, um, and it it really kind of made a, a crappy week a little uh, you know better to be able to do that well crappy two weeks because i've yeah. been working on that thing but um it made it all the much uh much better so five out of five for me five out of five for kyle seems like we really really enjoyed that yep so with that what do we have coming up next kyle can you let us know yeah so this is kind of like a chaotic time right now uh for various reasons so we don't really have enough time to do another challenge for the next episode 
we're actually recording a week from this episode that we typically record every two weeks but with our schedule thanks to oh yeah my traveling which got canceled because of hurricane ida uh mm. we <laughs> we kept the original schedule we set up anyways so our schedule's kind of out of whack so to, to reset it we're taking a we're recording two weeks actually kind of three weeks in a row i think no two weeks in a row yeah two weeks in a row and so we're going to do a different kind of thing next time. We're not, not going to do a challenge. Instead, we're going to talk about our strange, unique productivity uh, habits. So for me, I have like a very involved spreadsheet I look at every day that I use to track myself. I also have a unique Kanban board that I actually like to try on the show with you. Uh, mm-hmm. So those are part of the two things I'll be talking about. So it'll be just kind of like a more, uh, I hate to use the word, but a filler episode. <laughs> there's not such thing as fillers because we can give you guys idea ideas and i think that will help everybody in their productivity journey we're all different you might think that we're crazy or you might think like holy crap that's genius it's up to you the listener to decide in the meantime though you could follow uh this show uh the productivity lab on instagram and twitter at productive lab and you could also follow or you'd also go to our website theproductivitylab.show or tpl.show for shorts. You can follow me on Twitter at, at KyleSQ9 and Instagram at the same handle. You could also read all my personal blogs, uh, entries at quadrant9.net and all my short stories at jonathankweb.com. And also, my I guess, my new newsletter, which you follow at buttondown.email slash KyleSQ9. How about you, Mark? Where can people find you? They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at AskMarkIO. That's AskMarkIO. You can also find my sparsely updated blog at AskMark.io. And that's it. We'll catch you next episode. Stay productive.